grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Our text today will be taken from the reading in the Gospel of Matthew, the Beatitudes. You may be seated. We begin today with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks that you are a gracious, merciful God who bestows on us all the blessings we need for life and salvation. Lord, all good gifts come from you, and we thank and praise you for them. Today, O Lord, we pray that you would fix our eyes on your Son, Jesus Christ, the true Blessed One, so that we might realize our blessings are found in him alone. Lord, now I pray that the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts would be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer, in Jesus' name. Amen. What does it look like to live a blessed life? What does it mean to be blessed? If I were to ask you how you define being blessed, or or if you are a blessed person, what sort of things would you answer with? How would you define your blessedness? My guess is that many of us here would start listing the blessings that we have in this life. We would start going through things like we have a home or we have a loving family or we have clothes and running water. We live uh, in, in a wonderful country. Any number of things like this. We're financially secure. We would run through our blessings and then by looking at our blessings, we would define ourselves as blessed. In fact, many of us were taught a song many years ago uh, that would teach us that if you want to consider yourself blessed, you simply need to count your blessings. Right? Do we know this song? When upon life's billows you are tempest-tossed, when you are discouraged thinking all is lost, count your many blessings, name them one by one, and it will surprise you what the Lord hath done. Count your blessings. I will not sing it. That is one of your blessings today. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your blessings. See what God hath done. Count your blessings. Name them one by one, count your many blessings, and see what God hath done. So as you look at your material goods and your family and whatever else you have in this life, you simply realize that God does nothing but bless you. Count your many blessings, the song goes on, and your doubt will fly, and you will be singing as the days go by. Just look at the bright side of life, weigh the good against the bad, be optimistic, not pessimistic, and you'll see how good God is, and everything in life will be just fine. And with this attitude, many of us go and we begin to do it. We begin to count our blessings, and we add them up, and you say, you know what? Maybe I am a blessed person. Look at what all I got going for me. Blessed am I, for I'm financially secure. Blessed am I, for I have a very comfortable church. Blessed am I, for my retirement is set. Blessed am I, for my kids are healthy and strong. Blessed am I, because I live in a free country and a wealthy country. Blessed am I, I have running water and hot food. Blessed am I, because I have health care and vacation. Blessed am I, or as the kids might say, hashtag blessed am I. Now, of course, all good gifts come from the Father of heavenly lights, says St. James, and so we thank God for such gifts. But if I'm asking you the question today, what does it mean to have a blessed life? I think that your and my answers are going to differ from the list that Jesus gives us today. 
And as Jesus defines the blessed life, it looks nothing like the lives that we would count as blessed in our world, and certainly these are not lives that we would necessarily aspire to have. You want Jesus to define blessedness? Here's what he said. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Do you see weeping people and say, blessed are they? Blessed are the meek. When's the last time you called a meek person blessed? Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are those who are persecuted. And blessed are you when you are reviled and people say all kinds of untrue things about you because of me, says Jesus. Blessed are you. How many of those things fell upon your lips? Jesus doesn't say, blessed are those who lead a long, happy, prosperous life with financial securities in place. He doesn't say, blessed are the proud or the headstrong or the successful. No, for Jesus, none of those things make for a blessed life at all. And what might be troublesome and what Jesus' list might expose about us today is far too often we consider the li- a blessed life one that is very self-focused. My blessings are those things which make me happy, which make me feel secure, which make me feel content and comfortable in life. The trouble with these things is that so often our blessings become our idols, and we cling to them more than we cling to Jesus Christ, and these things that we count as blessings are the very things that make us cling to the things of this world and not the life that is to come from Jesus Christ. They keep our eyes fixed on this place and not on Jesus Christ who reigns from heaven. Jesus shows us, on the other hand, that those who recognize their lack, those who realize both in body and soul that they depend completely and utterly on Jesus Christ, that this world is fleeting and temporary, and they must have nothing but Christ alone. Jesus says, those are the people who are blessed who are not clinging to this world, but trusting in Christ and awaiting a glorious future in heaven. Though they may not see it and they may not look like it right now, they are already blessed because there is no greater blessing than to be known by Jesus Christ. The reality is, I think if we're honest with ourselves, we know this too, the reality is is that we will not fully experience the blessed life here on earth. At least not in this time. If we take Jesus seriously today, then we must admit that we are woefully kidding ourselves if we think otherwise, if we think that because of God we can have what we might call our best life now. No, this is not the way it works. In this life, if you are a follower of Jesus, you should expect difficulty. If you want to be blessed in the kingdom of heaven, you should expect hardship. And of course, this thinking is utterly counterintuitive to us. But after all, ours is a God who operates in a way that sinners simply cannot fathom. He's the God, as St. Paul taught us today, who chooses the foolish things of this world to shame the wise. So that so often what what we deem as woeful and sorrowful and lowly, those who are in the worst and most despairing of situations, Christ calls them blessed. Why? Because Christ's eyes are fixed on them. And those who seem to have it all together, who seem to have this perfect ideal life with nothing going wrong for them, 
No, Jesus doesn't have a word of blessing for them today. Because their treasure is not in heaven, but here on earth. Their treasure is not Christ, the things of this world. But notice this. How, how fleeting such uh, quote-unquote blessings are for us. And if we define our blessedness, if we really find our identity in the things that we have in this world, notice how fleeting it is. Because these things will always inevitably let us down. If you consider yourself blessed because you have a safe and secure family, what happens when family problems arise? If you consider yourself blessed simply because of your health, what happens when sickness takes over? If your finances make you feel blessed, what happens when the market crashes? What happens, for those of us who consider ourselves blessed for living in this country, what happens when you begin to live in a place that no longer holds the values that once it once did when you were a child? Do we cease to consider ourselves blessed? Very often we do, because that's where our confidence and our security lies, in the things of this world and not in Christ. See, blessedness is not found in anything in this world. Blessedness is not something you can buy or own. It is not even a feeling of contentment or happiness you have. Whatever blessedness we find from anything in this world is temporary and fleeting. Blessedness, true blessedness, is found only and always in Jesus Christ. And Jesus declares his blessing on those things which the world deems low and, which the world deems low and foolish. To the poor in spirit, Jesus says, blessed are you. To the meek and the mourning and the lowly. And think about that today. There are many of us here who are going through times, and it's very hard to count our blessings. In fact, we're looking at the world around us, we're looking at our circumstances, and we're feeling low, and we're feeling as though there is no hope, and things are difficult for us. And Jesus looks upon you today and he smiles with that ever-gracious, merciful smile and says, boy, have I got blessings for you. So perhaps you are here today as the poor in spirit. Poor in spirit because you're feeling low and overwhelmed, full of shame and guilt for the sins you have committed, for the things of your past. And Jesus looks upon you and says, blessed are you today, for I have paid for all of that with my blood on the cross, and I declare you forgiven, and you can now expect eternally a place under my merciful reign. Perhaps you are here today and you are in mourning. You are full of sorrow. Full of sorrow because of bad news you've just received. Full of sorrow because of the loss of somebody you love and have held dear for so long, and now they are gone. And Jesus looks upon you today and says, Blessed are you, for I have overcome sin and sickness and death, and you will rise and enjoy the comfort of the resurrection eternally. Perhaps you are here today and you consider yourself to be meek, or at least the rest of the world considers you meek, and they walk all over you, and you try and faithfully do what Christ has called you to do. You try and faithfully proclaim his word, and the world mocks you, and the powerful look down on you, and the comfortable, comfortable despise you. And Jesus says, blessed are you, for I promise you an inheritance in the new creation." Perhaps you are just let down by the news. You see the world falling apart and you are in sorrow because of how unrighteous this place has become. Everything is completely out of sorts from the way God designed it and it overwhelms you. The wages of sin are weighing you down. Jesus looks upon you today and says, blessed are you 
for you have a seat at the marriage feast of the Lamb. And on it goes, the merciful are blessed for they will receive mercy. The pure in heart, those whose hearts have been purified by the blood of Christ, you will see God. Peacemakers, you will be called sons of God. And if you are suffering persecution and mockery and lies for the sake of Jesus Christ, good gracious, rejoice and be glad. For God has prepared a joyous welcome for you beneath his eternal reign. Jesus today takes whatever it is we are clinging to as our blessings and he calls us to turn away from them, to fix our eyes upon him. He calls us, in other words, to repent of our idolatry and to find our true blessings in him alone. Jesus Christ, who is the truly blessed one. After all, it is the poor, mourning, meek Jesus who hungered and thirsted for righteousness on the cross when he was dying for your sins. It is Jesus, the merciful one, who showed you mercy from his pure heart when he made peace between you and God, reconciling you through his blood so that you, yes, you will see God face to face. It is because he was persecuted for righteousness' sake through his suffering and death, that sinners, that is, that you and I are declared righteous. All of this, because of all of this, Christ is the true blessed one. And to, and to be blessed is to be found in him alone. Blessed is the one who has Jesus Christ as their Savior. Blessed is the one who is died for by Jesus. Therefore, blessed are you. For Christ has done all of this. For you. So I thought today perhaps it might be good for us to rework that old song just a little bit and rewrite it a touch so that it might focus us back on Jesus Christ. And so we might sing it this way. Christ the blessed, God's one and only son, he's your blessing, the most important one. He who saved you with his precious blood, Blessed are you by what he has done. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, because you have baptized us into your kingdom and placed your name upon us, because Jesus Christ has died for us, we are blessed. Lord God, we pray that you would teach us to value Jesus Christ above all things, to find our blessings in him alone, and to rejoice because the blessed one has chosen us prepared us a place before you forever. It's in his name we pray. Amen. Having heard the word of our Lord, I invite you to please rise as we confess our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed.